I recently stopped watching Netflix. I realized the programming was a lot of gloom and doom and you know, end of the world kind of stuff. Hey, it's Walter here, and you're at the Think Profit Podcast, where we're going to help you develop a rock-solid trading confidence and avoid the potentially endless cycle of system switching. Right, Hugh? That's right. We're going to help you develop a wealth mindset, develop a trading strategy that fits your core personality, and help you overcome the obstacles that stop over 90% of traders. All right, Hugh, sounds good. You ready to go? Yeah, let's do this. All right, Walter, let's uh, talk a little bit about the media and that effect it can have on your mindset. So for me, the biggest thing about the media is that the guys that you listen to on those business channels who talk about the markets and stuff, at least half of them are wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And sometimes, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And sometimes more than half, like, yeah, you know, you yeah. had, you have situations like, especially where there's a, a roaring bubble or something, it's really hard to find the dissenters. Like they're very few and sometimes they don't, they don't get any airplay. Peter Schiff comes to mind. So people who follow Peter Schiff would know, you know, he was one of the lone voices, you know, in 2006, 2007 saying that the housing market was going to crash in the U S and he was literally laughed off the TV. Like all the other guests thought you were an idiot. Like yeah. literally, and he ended up being right, of course. And so, you know, I think it's easy to, to read newspapers or like The Economist or, you know, whatever Sky News or CNBC in the States or whatever it is in your country. Like it's easy to, to kind of get locked into that. And I think that's a mistake. Mm. Even, I mean, FX Street is interesting because at least they have, at FX Street, they have multiple points of view. Like in other words, like fundamental points of view and technical points of view, which is, which is I think really good. Usually when you're looking at the TV, you're only going to get the fundamental point of view. Yeah. And that's why when I talk to people about trading that don't know anything about it, they often go, wow, how do you keep on track of all the world events and stuff like that? Like they always <laughs> talk about that because they assume that's what it is. Yeah. And that isn't really necessarily the case for a lot of retail traders who are technical like, like I am and, and you are, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah, so I think the problem with that is the, is the social proof. Like you get into following that cognitive bias called social proof and you guys can look that up, but essentially, you know, following what everyone else does. And I think that's the issue with the media for me. Like that's the biggest one is that you can kind of get sucked into that mindset. Well, you know, if everyone says the euro is going up on TV, it's going up, right? Like there's all these reasons why, or Yeah. yeah, it has to go up or, you know, oil has to go up, you know, it's almost at zero or whatever. Yeah. So Hey there, I hope you're finding this episode useful. I just wanted to let you know that Walter and I give away something valuable every month that helps traders improve their skills. You can enter to win by simply leaving an iTunes review and leaving a comment on our YouTube videos. At the end of each month, we'll look at the comments and reviews from the month and we'll pick a winner at random. Each comment and each review counts for one entry during the month that it's submitted. So if you're interested in that, be sure to enter after this podcast is over. All right, back to the episode. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess I can't fault a lot of traders for doing that because when you're starting out, you kind of need that frame of reference, right? It's something to, to look at. But yeah, it definitely uh, can affect. And you never know what the agendas are behind some of those tips or whatever, right? So yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Like in Australia, the number one advertiser in Australia in all the papers, all the newspapers and stuff, it's the real estate market. So the local newspapers, they're reticent to talk about anything in terms of like a bubble or anything like that, because that's their that's their livelihood, right? Yeah, like yeah. They, they literally make their money. Like if it weren't for real estate agents advertising, I don't, I don't see how they would exist. Like, it's just crazy. So, so, so these newspapers, they, you know, they, you have to keep that in mind. Like, where are they getting their, 
their money from. And, you know, the same thing, like every time you see someone on CNBC or whatever on uh, those business channels, you know, a lot of times they're fund managers, right? And that's why I think they're supposed to disclose, right? They're supposed to disclose like, oh, I don't hold any positions of United Airlines or, yeah. you know, or whatever. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, they know that they can kind of sway opinion. Which is crazy when you think about it. Like these, these, uh, they can sway opinion just by a 15 minute presentation on TV and a, a quick little five question interview. And like all of a sudden that changes, you know, the demand for a stock or something like that. So it's yeah, pretty, it is crazy. It's pretty, it's pretty crazy, really. Yeah. Maybe we can take it one step further also. Like, um, I recently stopped watching Netflix. I realized the programming was a lot of gloom and doom and, you know, kind of end of the world kind of stuff. So what do you, what do you think about that? Like the, just the overall general media? Yeah, it's so funny you say that. You know, I have a friend from high school and she's like an exec at, at Netflix. Mm -hmm. And um, she posted something on her Facebook. And I'm like, dude, what is that? Like what? And she's like, oh, it was she was at Nickelodeon and then she jump shipped to Netflix. Uh -huh. And she's she's like, oh, that's like a show on Nickelodeon. I'm like, oh, like it was the character like a cartoon character or something i'm like like but someone drew it on the ground or something or like in in like in concrete or something like wet concrete or something I'm like dude what is that it looks like a dead horse or something and she's like no that, that's that's like a, a cartoon that i worked on at, at um, nickelodeon before i went to netflix and it's interesting because i think if you want if you follow the money and see where like who owns what it's really interesting to see like there's some really good books on this maybe we can post them in the um, show notes yeah, sure it's some really good book yeah they're really really good books on on which corporations on which it's a really it's a kind of a giant shell game and you can kind of see like what the agenda is like what would happen if you if you become fearful of a certain thing what what are people likely to do what are they likely to buy what are they likely to seek you know mm, yeah. all those sorts of things and we know for example like if you blast a headline on the internet or on a newspaper that says something really great you know like oh amazing you know girl who lost legs can walk again with bionic legs right you put that on there versus you know girl dies in a tragic car accident last night and her family's so sad like you know what i mean they know which one is going to get more eyeballs on it they know that it's it's the gloom and doom right yeah, and it, yeah. and it's so interesting like the people that i know who don't spend a lot of time and i don't watch tv i i would say though that it's hard even when you're on the internet a lot it's hard to kind of switch off that yeah. news sometimes because it kind of comes into your face like they make it really easy so yeah that's difficult but the people i know who don't spend a lot of time watching tv like they seem happier <laughs> you know yeah, what i mean like yeah. it's I, obvious I, I noticed that too like i i'd stop watching for a week and then i'd watch for a week and then i was noticeably like like a little bit not depressed but just like not as happy yeah it's so weird it's, it's weird. like they need it they need that fear to make you pay attention like yeah. fear makes you pay attention more than um and it, i mean it, it I think that's kind of how we're wired. I don't fault them because that, that they do that. Because if you think about it, like when do you really want to get healthy? Well, when you have a health scare, right? Like yeah. people don't walk around going, oh, I don't want to get fat. I don't want to get fat. I don't want to get fat. <laughs> or I don't want to get heart disease. I don't want to get heart disease. I don't want to get heart disease. What happens is they get a scare and the doctor says, dude, you got to lose 20 pounds yeah. or something happens to your heart or whatever. And then you're like, holy crap, I need to get healthy. Like it's always the, you know what I mean? Like your doctor gets paid when you're sick, right? Yeah, yeah, doctor yeah. doesn't get paid when you're healthy sort of thing. So yeah, I think that's kind of how we're wired. We just think that things are going to keep going the way they are until something scares us. And that kind of shocks us out of our sleep. And we go, whoa, what's going on here? We have to pay attention to that. And I think it's, it's kind of inbuilt the way we, you know, the way we're wired. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. And that's, that's what sells. So, you know, that's what keeps them in business or whatever. So I get yep. that too. Yeah. All right, cool. Thanks, Walter. Thanks. All information in this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and is not trading or investment advice.